From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, October 25th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Test to play and mask to stay are the new modified quarantine guidelines for students outlined by the Ohio Department of Health this morning. Tracy Townsend has more with Ohio Department of Health Director Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff. Following exposure, direct contacts may remain in the classroom if they have on a mask for 14 days. If they start to show symptoms, they will isolate and get tested. Students and staff can go back to normal after seven days if they do not show symptoms and test negative after five to seven days. Extracurricular activities. Asymptomatic participants can continue as long as they wear a mask when it's reasonably possible. Contacts are asked to take a COVID test once they learn they were a contact and then test again sometime between days five and seven. The updated quarantine guidelines we're sharing will allow for as much in-school learning as possible, even as we continue our effort to battle COVID-19. I'm Tracy Townsend. 17 people connected to a Northeast Ohio-based missionary group remain captive in Haiti. Angela Ann has the latest. More than 100 people gathered in a small Michigan town to pray for the safe release of a local family among the 17 members of Millersburg-based Christian Aid Ministries. They were captured by a gang in Haiti more than a week ago. The leader of that gang has threatened to kill those abducted if his demand for $17 million is not met. Those kidnapped, which include five children, are from Amish, Mennonite, and other conservative religious communities. Angela Ann, ONN News. In Northwest Ohio, dozens of Heidelberg University students held a protest in downtown Tiffin yesterday over a new vaccine mandate. Michael Tater has the story. Students say they were never consulted by school leadership before the mandate was announced October 7th. But the university did state in a July email that, quote, plans for the fall semester are subject to change in the best interest of our campus community. Right now, students just want to be heard and say the university should be looking for ways to accommodate those who don't want the shot versus forcing them out. Michael Tater in Tiffin. A day of fun ended abruptly yesterday afternoon at an ice rink near Bainbridge in Geauga County, about 30 miles east of Cleveland. Lena Lai reports. Three people were sent to the hospital and more than 100 evacuated because of carbon monoxide at an ice rink in Auburn Township. Fire investigators are still trying to figure out the cause of high levels of CO inside the pond ice rink. None of the three sent to the hospital were in serious condition. Carbon monoxide exposure happens more often in the fall and winter because of faulty fuel burning devices like furnaces and generators. I'm Lena Lai. The daughter of Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson reportedly died over the weekend. More from Lydia Espara. Sources tell me Janice Jackson was found unresponsive. On social media, people have been shocked by the loss and sending out love and support to the Jackson family. Richard Starr, candidate for city council, says Nisi was a leader. She will be missed because she was one of the people who continue to fight and support our young people. This is the second death for Jackson and his family in just over a month. Janice was the mother of Frank Q. Jackson, gunned down execution style on September 19th. The case remains unsolved. Lydia Spara, 3 News. 
The Columbus Division of Police is using a new tactic to prevent gun violence. Eric Brown says the CPD held its first ever gun buyback event over the weekend. Almost 100 guns, including handguns, shotguns, and rifles, were taken on Saturday. Community activist Dwayne Dunbar says the program is something the community needs. If you've taken 100 guns off the streets, you've probably saved 100 lives today. All guns will be checked, and if they're stolen, they'll be returned to the original owners. But if the gun was involved in a crime, detectives will then seize the guns. The rest will be destroyed. Eric Brown, ONN News. It was a very busy day at Cedar Point Saturday as the park nears the end of its season with its popular Halloween weekends. Dave James reports. Shortly before 6 p.m. Saturday, the amusement park in Sandusky issued a limited capacity alert regarding parking as guests packed into the property, announcing that it would accept vehicles as space became available. A similar situation unfolded at the park in October two years ago. Cedar Point will wrap up its season this Sunday. Dave James, I'm in News. To the east of Columbus, Licking County, which includes the city of Newark, is dealing with a surge in catalytic converter thefts. Angela Ann explains. They contain precious metals, which makes them a target for thieves looking to make a quick buck. The Newark Advocate reports the Licking County Sheriff's Office received 38 reports of this type of theft this year alone. They had only seven last year. The paper also reports two government agencies, the Licking County Aging Program and the Health Department, are among some of the places where many of these catalytic converters are being stolen from. I'm Angela Ann. And people are being urged to get holiday shopping completed early this year because of the backed-up global supply chain. John Lawrence has more with Eric Hoplin from the National Association of Wholesaler Distributors. There's been gridlock at the Port of Los Angeles where shipping containers holding everything from toys to sneakers have been stuck offshore. Large food producers warn some of their products could be limited come fall and winter. Some fear President Biden's December 8th mandate for companies who work with the federal government to lay off employees who don't get vaccinated for COVID-19 will make matters worse. Because we already have a critical shortage of folks that are working through the supply chain, that order would only exacerbate the issue. I'm John Lawrence reporting. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.